Merry Meet. Welcome to Witch Magic. I'm Dawn, and I will be taking you on a spiritual journey to all things magic and witchcrafts. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Witch Magic. Today, we are going to talk about haunted places. <laughs> so this is another fun spooky episode where I've done research on some of the most well-known haunted places in America. Some of these I've heard of, others were news to me, but it's fun to know about them all. Listen, I believe that everywhere is haunted. I'm not trying to scare you, but think about it. There are spirits everywhere. We might just not be aware of it all the time. I have talked about my paranormal investigating days, so if you heard that episode, you will know that I love this stuff. Does that mean I want an evil spirit hanging on to me? Ah, no. But I do get excited when I experience the paranormal. Before I go on to this episode, I just want to talk to you a little bit about what happened last weekend. Um, me and Chris and Juliet met up with some friends at Spooky World. This is um, haunted place in New England. And, um, you know, you just go, they have like walkthroughs, haunted walkthroughs and all that kind of stuff. Really fun. And they play like Halloween music and they have the creepy characters going around and all that stuff. So anyway, the first thing we did was get on the hayride. And they take you all through these woods. And creatures come out and they jump at you and scare you and what whatnot like that. Me and my daughter, Juliet, were sitting on the very end of this tractor. And all of a sudden, this creature came up from behind and was kind of like breathing down her neck. And then all of a sudden, he put his hand on her head and just started like massaging the top of her head. And she's like, um, what is he doing? And I'm like, oh my goodness. And then he'd take his other hand and put it on my head and started massaging the top of my head. And I was like, um, okay. You know, and he must have did this for like a good few minutes. So that was kind of strange. And then um, as we were coming into the place though, this this creepy, scary, gory looking nurse um, went to my daughter, Juliet, and she was like checking her temperature and all that kind of stuff, checking her heartbeat and everything. It was kind of funny. And then there was this one part where we were walking into these woods, into one of the walkthroughs, and it was very dark in some of these places, as you can imagine, we're there at night. And all of a sudden, I see something moving behind a bush. And I'm kind of slowly creeping up to it, and everyone else is behind me. And I, I, I turned back and I said, I think there's something in this bush. And then all of a sudden, this the bush comes to life. It's actually a bush creature comes to life and I scream and mind you, I don't really get scared, but I kind of like play along with it. You know what I'm saying? So I screamed and I started running and this thing started running after me and I was dying laughing and everybody was laughing and I came to like a dead end. It was either go through this dark passageway or, you know, just stop running 
And so I stopped running and I kind of hid behind a tree, even though the thing knew I was there. And finally, he just stopped chasing me. And um, yeah, so that was pretty interesting. It was funny. But let me tell you, it's expensive to go to these things. I remember when it used to be like 30 bucks to go in and there was a lot more stuff to see, a lot more things to do, a lot more characters and everything. But these days, you know, you get less workers and um, everyone needs to make up the money that they lost from the pandemic. So it's very, it's very rough. And you know what, though? We had a blast and I don't regret a single bit of it. You know, yes, it was expensive to go, but it was so worth it. It was so much fun. We just, we were all dying laughing and just having a good time. And we kind of joked about, here we are spending all this money just to come here to get scared. We're nuts. We have to be completely nuts. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. <laughs> anyway, here are 11 haunted places. Brass Lantern Inn in Stowe, Vermont has a room that is always occupied, even when no one has actually been checked in there. Guests describe their experiences as it seems like people coming back from a dance party. Spirits there will talk about the good time they had while checking back into their rooms. I guess they're very loud too. I'm not sure exactly what room it is that people hear all this from, but apparently these occurrences are reported by guests who have stayed in the same room. So this is definitely a residual haunting. Remember, we talked about the different types of hauntings in a previous episode when I was talking about my paranormal investigating. The next place is Bonaventure, and I hope I'm saying that right, Bonaventure Cemetery in Savannah, Georgia, is a cool gothic place with both tombstones and mausoleums. Like all cemeteries, this one has a share of ghost stories. One particular one here is about six-year-old Gracie Watson, who had died of pneumonia in 1889. Her gravesite is adorned with her lifelike statue, which people have said they heard weeping. The Crescent Hotel in Eureka Springs, Arkansas, is said to be the home of Norman Baker, who acted like a doctor, although he wasn't, back in 1886. Back then, this was a cancer hospital where Baker performed his bottle cures. Not only did he feed these hopeful patients with his potions, he also extracted, he also extracted specimens from them. What has been known as the most haunted hotel in America has had things happen, such as hearing loud squeaky wheels and guests have seen a ghostly nurse pushing a gurney down the hall. There have also been sightings such as little children huddled under a table in what was Baker's morgue, pleading for help. Paranormal investigators have picked up audio and high EMF readings. And in room number 419, also known as Theodora's room, there is a ghostly presence who was not only a patient at Baker, but an assistant as well. Interesting. Gettysburg National Military Park in Gettysburg, Pennsylvania. The Battle of Gettysburg was a turning point in the Civil War in 1863. Lots of soldiers have died there. Visitors to the site have reported seeing these ghostly soldiers as if they are still in battle. People have also said they heard gunshots and drums. Guests of the hotel there 
has seen a nurse named Rachel looking for wounded soldiers to take care of. There is also a covered bridge in the area where people have spotted shadow figures. At the Tilly Pierce House Inn, guests have reported hearing footsteps when no one was there, as well as spirits sitting on their bed. How's that for company? Glenwood Cemetery, Yazoo City, Missouri. In 1884, a woman was killed after it's been discovered that she killed local, local fishermen. After she was accused by a witness, her home in the woods was searched, only to find skeletons and malnourished animals. She was dubbed the Witch of Yazoo since she had been seen chanting before killing her victims. Local authorities chased her into the swamp. As she was sinking in quicksand, she shouted, In 20 years, I will return and burn this town to the ground. Now, 20 years later, the town indeed went up in smoke. There were high winds that caused the fire to spread rapidly. As you can imagine, there was a lot of devastation. If you visit the Glenwood Cemetery, look for a gravestone marked T.W., as that is her final resting place. Actually, I think there is a new marker there now that says, according to local legend. Anyway, needless to say, she haunts the cemetery. People have seen a black figure at the cemetery and in town. The Hotel Monte Vista in Flagstaff, Arizona, has been host to many celebrities back in the day, such as Bing Crosby, Debbie Reynolds, and Bob Hope. There were even scenes from movies shot here, such as the classic Casablanca. But the main attraction now is the permanent guest, the ghost. If you want to have a really great paranormal experience, ask to stay in rooms 305 or 220. Room 305 is probably the most active room in the place. Guests have seen an elderly woman rocking in the chair, looking out the window. Or the chair just rocking on its own. There have even been knocking sounds coming from the closet. Room 220 is known as the most scariest room in the hotel, where guests have reported the TV malfunctioning and the feel of cold hands on their body. Other patrons of the hotel have claimed they've heard voices, bar stools being pushed, and glasses moving. Men have reported being unable to breathe at night as if someone's hands were covering their mouth and throat. And John Wayne had an encounter with a ghostly bellboy at one point. McIntyre Villa in Atchison, Kansas. This building looks amazing. I've seen the pictures online. I've never seen it in person. I recommend you look it up. It is so cool. So this place is close is closed to the public, but paranormal investigators can visit, even stay the night for a fee. The story is that there is a spirit of an eccentric violinist that rocks in the chair that she killed herself in. Her name is Isabel Altus, a.k.a. Goldie. This house was believed to have been a funeral home back in the day, which would explain all the activity. People have heard footsteps in the attic and down in the basement. Pine Barrens, New Jersey is the home of the infamous Jersey Devil. People sometimes hear high-pitched wails coming from the woods, and this creature is also blamed for killing local pets. The West Wing of the Spanish Military Hospital in St. Augustine, Florida, burned down in 1818. The main building was kept in operation for years after that. There was another fire which burned down another part of the building. Today, the building has been reconstructed into a museum. Paranormal investigators claim to have heard cries and moans and screams. Ghostly apparitions have been spotted wearing hospital gowns.
Waverly Hills Sanatorium in Louisville, Kentucky is one of the most sought-out places for paranormal I never got to investigate there. Thousands of patients died of tuberculosis. If you have ever seen pictures of this building, it looks real eerie. Paranormal investigators have reported voices and apparitions. Things have been caught on video. People have also described odd smells and even physical contact. This is a place that I have always wanted to visit. I believe they still have the tours there. Who knows, maybe someday I'll get to go. The Witch House in Salem, Massachusetts was home to Judge Jonathan Corwin, who supervised the pre-trial examinations for the witch trials. I've seen this house in person many times, and it's really gothic looking. The home remained in the judge's family until mid-1800s. Many family members died young, dubbing it the Corman Curse. Visitors who are toward the house these days, which is now a museum, have said that they heard voices and felt chills. So who is haunting this house? Is it the people that were executed as witches? Or is it still the Corman Curse? If you plan on visiting any of these places, you might want to book ahead of time. Also, be safe and follow any rules that are applied. Make sure to protect yourself right before going in. Wear your pentagram or other religious symbol or something that is close to you. Stones, herbs, or other talismans can be carried. And it's always good to say a prayer or incantation or ask your guides to help keep you safe. Okay, everyone. If you have been to any haunted places, feel free to share your story on the Witch Magic Facebook group. All right, everyone, have a very spooky and magical week. So that's going to do it for today. I will be airing these podcasts about once a week, so be sure to tune in. You might want to choose to get notified when I air so that you don't miss a thing. If you have any comments, please feel free to connect with me on my Facebook group. I will leave the link to that along with my website on the show notes. Blessed be.